Welcome to the Tessa Van Wade Show. We're back. We're back. And it's Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. Yeah. And we're having kind of some technical difficulties here, but we're going to work through it. Are we? Yeah. Okay. We're not going to have I thought you fixed them already. I did. And, uh. (laughs) But you don't trust your work. No, I don't. I've got like two different recording devices going right now, just in case. Okay. So we were talking before we had uh, some technical difficulties. Yeah. You were saying that um, I'm like. Well, I was saying that what's weird is in the same week, my mom, because I was, <laughs> I was saying that you and I are having so much fun. We decided to continue doing this together. And, but when I have people to interview and I have several people on the, is it the docket? Uh, the docket's like a legal oh, dang thing, it. like at, in the courts, but you can use it. <laughs> you can use it for this, I guess. Okay. On the schedule. On the schedule, I've got uh, several people and you won't probably be there for those. Probably best if I'm not. <laughs> okay. No, because I think I need to be kind of behind the scenes on those. Yeah. Letting you shine. Uh, and no. and man, making sure that everything's recording correctly. Yeah, well. Because we can't afford to not have it record. <laughs> you and I can always redo it. But. It's true. It's true. But my mom was saying that you are like the Ed McMahon to Johnny Carson for me. And I had no idea what she was talking about. I but didn't apparently either. Ed McMahon sat with Johnny Carson while he was doing his show. And... Yeah, and I was Which saying there. I was saying like a contem- a more contemporary version of that for me would be like the Conan O'Brien show had he Would you he say had, that's contemporary? No, for me because <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm old. Okay. But uh Conan O'Brien always had Andy Richter on his show. Right. Sitting in like the first seat. Or how about those uh those people on ridiculousness? Oh, really? <laughs> Some like low budget rapper who comes on and <laughs> holds like a wad of cash oh my gosh to show how I successful he is that's me that is so funny that show hurt me most of the time in fact we were kind of watching it for a, a, a while and um should we give some uh, people may not know what that is ridiculousness on yeah. mtv it's where like a video of fails yeah it's like an america's funniest home videos but instead of like family fun painful it's pain it's like people falling it's really inappropriate there's a lot of like yeah stuff but yeah. it's really funny too yeah but it's overstimulating so yeah. you and I were watching it a little bit um and finally I looked at you I was like I I can't watch this before I go to bed anymore because I it's it's honestly too overstimulating <laughs> well in these days with streaming it just like goes from epi- one episode to the next totally. without you being able to change it but anyway we digressed a little bit I'm like your Andy Richter so it's still your show but I'm like the, the, the funny constant thing was guest. the funny thing is is that I was never actually it wasn't the reason it ever became my show was because it was, I wanted, I felt like I was supposed to do it. I wanted to start it. And I assumed as with all of my stuff that you would be like, like, I don't want to do it. I think I was like that. You were. And it's kind of like for any, I love Lucy uh, lovers out there. (laughs) It's like when Ricky and Fred start a diner. (laughs) <laughs> Ricky has the name, Fred has the know-how. 
<laughs> and then, of course, hilarity ensues and they get into a big fight. Wait, which one am I in that? You're the name. You're the name. I'm the know-how. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm the, I'm the idea. I'm the idea person and you're the put together person. Is that a good? Yeah. Literally. Is that the same thing. Yeah. That's okay. Exactly. Okay. Sorry. Same thing. But this is Mother's Day. It is Mother's Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. You're a very good mother. <gasps> thanks. I couldn't have asked for a better mother for my children. Oh, <laughs> thanks, babe. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know what to say. After you that. expect me to make a joke right now. <laughs> I did. But I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep it serious. Is that why you look like that? That you're really good at I'm holding go it on in. Fire. I'm controlling myself. We make fun of Ben because we, meaning my daughters and I, we make fun of Ben because he is like Chandler on Friends. And what I mean by that is he does not like serious moments. So I find them very awkward. <laughs> well, you make them awkward. <laughs> Why? How? Because what do you mean how? By you feeling awkward it, and making and then making fart noises that definitely makes it a little awkward. I just find it relieving when in a serious moment it can be kind of like broken up with some laughter. <laughs> it's just more comforting to me. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well. That makes you like Chandler. And I think there's a famous line on the show. I think Phoebe's dating like a psychologist and he's picking apart all the friends. Yes. And when it comes to Chandler, he like nails him to a T and then he goes, I'd hate to be there when the laughter stops. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's so true. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much true. Yeah, it is true because I think that. I don't and know, the laughter's so never going to stop. That's my promise to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, you. You don't know if you want that. Do you? I do. <laughs> I do want that. I think I want that. I do want that, babe. I, your humor is what I was ultimately attracted to and I'm still completely attracted to. So I definitely want that still. Every, every woman loves a clown. Yeah. Although... This started with you saying you're a great mother to my children, and then we ended up talking about it you became for 15 about me. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> as usual. So. I think. I mean, I think all all mothers um, deserve to be up on a pedestal. You know, if if it weren't for you guys, humanity would just be. There would be no humanity. Well, obviously, like physiologically, there would be no humanity. But if mothers were more like fathers uh there'd be i mean you know i don't want to say anything <laughs> that'll get me in trouble <laughs> but think, let's just say that uh you know women and mothers are the fabric of humanity oh that's a great way to say it <laughs> really really dug myself out of that one <laughs> well i think that it's funny because i think that um, you know, being a mom, it wasn't what I thought it would be when I was younger. What did right? you think it was going to be? Well, let's just say that when it first started, you and I, it, number one, it is what I thought it would be because I love my daughters. I love having my daughters, but let's just talk about the beginning stages of motherhood. 
And let's go into that. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about a little bit is kind of go back in time to when we had, we found out we were pregnant and we, it's so funny because when we had Evie, I would say that it was harder to go from zero to one child than to go from one to two children. Yeah. You're, you're experienced. Well, yeah, I think the the shock came with like, okay, now I have to be in my house all day long <laughs> because I have to abide by these naps that these babies constantly have to be in. Yeah. The, the wildest thing to me was you and I kind of laughed about it when uh, I think we were there for like two days at the hospital, right? Yeah. And then we checked out on like the third day. And they're like, all right, well, um, see you later. <laughs> and they're practically pushing us out the door. And, you know, they wheel you out to the car. I bring the car around and we load up everything. And they're like, okay, good luck. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. And it kind of feels like, don't you want to see like some. Shouldn't we like pass a test? Yeah. Like, aren't we supposed to take a test for this or you need to see some papers? Right. Exactly. Um, I mean, obviously they had our papers they had our identification so that they didn't give the child to the wrong people <laughs> but it just seems funny to me that suddenly we're given this incredible responsibility of this human person yeah and literally the only thing that qualified for that us for that yeah. was that we had sex nine months earlier <laughs> and we managed to get you to the point where you could have the baby with great things comes great responsibility. Isn't that, Is that it? how it goes? I don't know. I think you missed a couple words. Oh, well, I made it. I condensed it. With great power <laughs> comes great responsibility. I, I don't know. I don't really care. But <laughs> that's that's from Spider-Man, by the way. I is, think, no. Spider-Man. No, I was quoting something that Oprah said. I think she got it from Spider-Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> The Tobey Maguire no. Spider-Man. The, like the day before his uncle dies because of him. Um, ben, I have, I have seen that movie like once. I, there's but that no was way. a powerful moment in the movie and maybe it burned into your brain. I don't think so. I don't think so. With great power comes great responsibility. He told okay. Peter Parker that. And then he died. Okay. Well, going back to when we took that baby home... It was very weird. I remember you putting the baby in the car seat and we got into the car and okay, here we go. We're going to go home. And it was crazy because I, you and I have this thing now when we, now we're kind of getting out of the stage of always having our friends have babies. I, uh, I don't know if we've had a friend had a baby for a while. Right. Oh, that's not true. We literally just had a friend have a baby like two months ago. Yeah. So th that's the but thing. That's how much I pay attention. But that's how little that, I mean, that's how old we're getting is yeah. that we're, we're kind of out of that. Uh, our friends are going to start having grandkids. Uh, <laughs> I, some of my like, friends have. Yeah. That some of my friends They're have. a little older than us, but yeah. 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 But it is interesting because. You're going to be a hot grandma, by the way. Oh, Thanks, babe. <laughs> That's really weird. I'm going to call you Granny. No! <laughs> granny? That's horrible. You can call me Pops. No! 
<laughs> no, thank you. I don't want to. Nope. But I was going to say, it's really funny because um, having this, we have this thing about when people dis- figure out that they're pregnant and you go through this whole nine, 10 months and you get to the end of it. And then everybody's so excited. They all are like, oh my gosh, they're on their way to the hospital. They're on their way to the hospital. And somehow we get, you know, information that somebody is on their way to the hospital. And you and I look at each other and we're like, and so it begins. You guys have no idea. You have no idea. Yeah. And I think because we've talked about it before that before you have babies and you know, I thought this could just be a good, this could just be a good, uh, podcast to kind of have talk about when before you have babies, you have this idea that it's going to be this, this beautiful, amazing, glorious thing that is going to bring the two of you together. Everything's going to be fabulous. You have this baby to take care of and nurture, and it's going to be amazing. And then you get it home, and I, I, I can't describe to you how intensely crazy those first that first year is. I think that if anything, that baby's number one goal is to actually drive you apart. <laughs> they are number one goal. Like they're born with a goal yeah. to drive you apart. Yeah, they don't realize it, but that's that's what they're doing. <laughs> no, it's like I'm going to sleep between you. I'm going to. I never it. let our baby sleep between us. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't the, one of those moms that had the baby. And I, this is not for debate or anything. This is just because I honestly sleep so horribly that I just had a. I had a bassinet beside the bed, and yeah, so that was I, the choice we made. And yeah, and whatever. so then, and so I had this bassinet, and what I would do, and I remember plenty of times throughout that really tired time that I would forget that I put the baby back in the bassinet. And I would wake up in a panic that the baby was near me or underneath us or somewhere <laughs> or had fallen off the bed. And I look and it's sleeping. The baby is See, that's, sleeping that's beautifully. that's the difference between mom brain and dad brain. I was just sleeping. Well, the very... Okay, so Evie was born... Do you remember what time she was born? Like pretty close to midnight. Yeah. So she was born and then... All the craziness ensues for a little bit, and then yeah. they leave her. There was in a lot of room. screaming. <clears throat> uh, there was a there was a lot of screaming, and then there was a lot of crying and laughter, and then there was <laughs> Wait, more screaming. Screaming, yeah, from me. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't scream. Well, yeah, sure you did. I mean, every woman screams. <gasps> scream during childbirth. Yeah, there's noise. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's scary. <laughs> it's really scary. Oh, like you're funny. watching your spouse get torn in half <laughs> by another person, like an alien. Oh, and shoot. then somehow you're okay. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. And then you're like happy, and we're kissing the baby, and it yeah. was cool. Yeah. Well, but after there's a, there's some like. Oh, I definitely did. I, scream, scary when moments. I think of screaming, though, that's that's intense. But yeah, it was. We then everybody leaves and we have this baby that's sleeping beside us and I fall asleep 
And then all of a sudden I hear this noise beside me and I'm up in an instant. I am like, I, I get up, I, I just sit up so fast and I look to the side and Evie is like choking uh, and like stuff is coming out of her nose, out of, out of her mouth. And this is like three hours later. Yeah, wasn't she like purple too? And she was, yeah. Well, it was really dark in the room, so I couldn't see, but I could tell she was choking and I didn't know what to do. I was, you know, I'm still in a (laughs) haze over what just happened. And so I, we call the, the nurse and the nurse comes in and she goes, oh, I'm glad you called me. And she starts getting stuff out of her face. Yeah. I think she had like amniotic fluid still inside of her. Yeah, but that was my first moment in realizing mom brain, mommy ears and mom brain. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a switch that goes off. Like two hours earlier, you didn't have that. Right, Crazy. mom sleep, mom brain. Meanwhile, mom ears. I have literally there's nothing changed in me because <laughs> the amount that I gave to that moment was like a handhold. <laughs> no, you were very encouraging and it was a great experience. But I get what you're saying. Like, honestly, internally, it was um, something dramatically changed. And then, and and I think it's hard sometimes as a woman to understand what just changed in a way. And so you have these first few, I mean, your hormones are crazy and, and you feel you feel slightly insane. I remember the first time we went to a date. It was, Evie was a month and a half old. And my mom was like, go out for a couple hours. We'll be fine. She's already asleep. You'll be fine. And we went to Outback Steakhouse. Do you remember? I do. And I was holding my phone. And I remember there was sweat underneath the my phone, phone. By the way, the phone was a flip phone. Oh, Yes. <laughs> the then. phone was a flip phone and I had total sweat underneath my hand. And I remember thinking to myself, what have we done? I think we've ruined our, um, I, I think I even asked you at that point, I said, have we, have I ruined our relationship? Like, are we never, am I going to never be able to go out with you and just enjoy you again? <laughs> Tell me I answered something really awesome. I have no idea what you answered. I cannot remember. Yeah, I probably told you you were crazy or something. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I think we went to a movie after that, didn't we? We did, and I sat with the phone in my hand and was panicking the whole time, too. As if the person who's watching our child hadn't raised three children, one of those being you. But I think that's the crazy thing. I think I think I, 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 I just don't know what I was afraid of. I don't know... I mean, I do now looking back, but I also just, it just is such a, a crazy experience of going from zero to one child. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, I have to, I have to m- help this kid survive for the first year. Yeah. And then you have the, and then you move on to the se- to, to more kids and you're, you look at them and you're like, ah, that's all right. This one already lived for a year. So I know I can at least get you to live for you a know, year. You know, it's funny too, about like the first child is we have so many pictures of our first kid Yeah. and video and, you know, and then our second kid, it's like, I look back at the videos and it's like, <laughs> it's her being born. And then the next clip is like six months old. No. <laughs> really? I, I think 
you know, because we were busy. Yeah. I think it was just our hands were more, were more full. Yeah. So, um, I, I think that just generally speaking, the further along in the birth order you are, the less public record there is of you growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I, I think a typical joke is like the first baby has like a really nice baby book. Yeah. And then by like the fifth, it's not even a baby book. It's like, it doesn't even <laughs> exist, you know? Yeah. I was number three. Yeah. You were number three. Yeah. And, but I was the baby and you were the baby for a short time. Seven years. For seven years. Yeah. And then And then my worked. world was rock. <laughs> yep. And then you weren't this, you weren't the baby anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of fun stuff in that. I wouldn't want to be there when the laughter stops. That's yeah. when it started. That's Maybe. when it started. Yeah. Because you needed the attention. <gasps> Breakthrough. Uh, aha moment. And if my brother Michael listens to this, he'll be like, whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh but it is funny because our babies are no longer babies. And they're what I would say. It's really. What? They're not even really kids. No. I feel like they're already kind of like little grownups. Yeah, they are little grownups. Gosh, we talk about our kids a lot. Do we? Yeah. It's Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't think we talk about our kids that much. I don't know. <laughs> You've been listening more than I have, so. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I, it's it, this is more about motherhood. This is about what I was going to say is I I have loved every single I have loved every single step and every single stage more than the next more than the the previous stage. Yeah, but there's times that I just want like I just want to have that moment back. Just temporarily, just so that I could experience it again. Yeah. Like to be able to, I can't pick, pick up my kids and throw them anymore. Yeah. That's a dad thing, you know, to be able to like pick them up and throw them. So. And I, and I just can't do that anymore. They're huge. But I kind of wanted you to, t I kind of wanted you to, <laughs> to show everybody how you talk to them sometimes. What do you mean? With your Valley Girl accent. Oh. <laughs> it is fun having teenagers. Teenage girls. And we have not, we've yet to experience a boy coming over. Yeah. Like we, our daughters haven't had any boyfriends yet, at least not that we know of and not serious enough for them to actually come and meet us. And I'm just waiting for the day when I get to just torture this poor young kid <laughs> that already exists somewhere in the world. And he yeah. doesn't even know what it's coming to him. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's all part of the, um, Initiation process, you know. Well, but there's some things. It is funny because every once in a while, Ben will talk to them in. You've got a certain voice that you talk to them in. Yeah. Can you do it? Uh, give me, give me something to say. Well, like the other day, you were talking. You, it's always when you're making fun of, like when you're playing out what their friends are doing at school. Okay. <laughs> it's always I mean, it's like a valley girl thing like no way i can't believe you did that <laughs> but the greatest thing about our our daughters is they don't get embarrassed by it they think it's funny they think it's hilarious yeah In fact, they, they do get embarrassed by me though do they yeah like the other day we were at target and um we were in the juice section i saw some prune juice <laughs> and I loudly asked our youngest if she needed prune juice. 
for her constipation. Why did you do that? To make her embarrassed, and it worked. Oh, good job, Ben. Good job. Dad, I can't believe you would say <laughs> prune juice at Target. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Well, there's just different little things that you do that you do that are it's pretty funny watching you and them and they they have become quite the little bends my favorite thing about having teenage daughters is you know i get to do like physical humor with them yeah so if i go out and i hike my shorts way up my legs and i do like a fun weird dance that accentuates my very white legs (laughs) they get very embarrassed by that and they get all grossed out Oh my gosh. I was thinking about your sister the other day and, um, speaking of white legs, (laughs) (laughs) it's so white. It doesn't help that she lives in Portland, Oregon where the sun shines like 10 days a year. Yeah, totally. But I was thinking about her the other day and, um, because it was her birthday, the very end of April. And, um, anyway, it reminded me of, you have a very funny story regarding your sister's breast milk. What? <laughs> you need to be much more clear about that. Nope. In college, we babysat. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah. So you, I think it's that you- It's pretty gross. I think it's a pretty funny story, and I think you need to tell so, it. So um, my sister's the oldest, and she was the first one to have kids. And our very first nephew- or the very first grandchild for my parents. Um, what was he like? Six months old? He was a little yeah. bit older. Yeah, when we babysat. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. came over to babysit so that they could go out on a date. And, uh, you know, me being very experienced with children. Um, well, because he started crying. Yeah, he started crying. So what do you do? You feed him. <laughs> of course. So I just fed him all the breast milk that my sister left me. And he, you know, he drank it all. And then he kept crying, so I bounced him, because that's fun, too. And then, of course, he he pukes all over my pants, uh, my sister's breast milk. Like all over. Yeah, like gallons. Yeah. Uh, At least that's what it seemed like. And then that was gross enough as it was, you know, because it's barf, and it's it's made up of my sister's breast milk. (laughs) And at the time, a a, 19-year-old kid, that's kind of gross. Anyway, so... Uh, I think I tried to clean it up or something. Maybe I changed. I don't remember. Anyway, we ended up um, back home a few days later. Yeah. And we, I was getting up to go to school. You were I was, late. I was in college. Yeah. And I worked the morning shift in the cafeteria. And so I was like running around. Um, oh, we were married because we were yeah. living in our first apartment. Yeah. That's right. Um, so he was like a year old. Maybe I should have to- told this story. <laughs> Why am I not? A, I'm not a good storyteller. I'm trying to draw it out like you always do. No. I'm giving like the details. Okay. Anyway, go. So I found my pants and I threw on my pants and I went down, got in the car, started driving to to school, and I'm like, "What is that god awful smell?" <laughs> <laughs> and I look down and I realize that I put on the very pants that he threw up on. Yeah. I think, oh, I dug him out of the hamper. That's what you did. That's you what it dug was. him out. You were I late. dug him out of the you hamper. You had no clean clothes. That's right. So you reach into the hamper and you pull out some pants. You're the like, these will be great. These will be then, fabulous. Uh, I had to spend the entire day 
because after you couldn't work, go home, yeah. I had to go straight to classes. I spent the entire day in these cottage cheese smelling <laughs> pants. It was the worst day of my life. <laughs> Not really. No, you've had plenty worse but, days. Um, why did you want me to tell you that story? Oh my gosh, because it was just such a funny story. And I, we, we were thinking about, I was thinking about your sister and uh, just the fact that, you know, because I texted both your sister and your mom this morning and uh, a couple of more people to say happy Mother's Day. And it's just interesting because that was before we were parents and, yeah. and we just didn't understand anything. We didn't understand anything about kids that didn't grow from that moment to the time we had kids. No, it's just now you have kids. No, now you have kids. And then, and you're supposed to go home and you're supposed to keep them alive. Yeah. But you know, I mean, we've been doing it for millions of years. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I'm just, I was basically just saying like, it's, it's interesting kind of thinking what I, the reason I'm even saying this is because I know hopefully if anybody ever listens to this and they're thinking about having babies or they've just had a baby and they're thinking like, oh my gosh, what is happening in my brain? (laughs) That hopefully I can say it all turns out okay. But the first baby is going to be your most difficult. The first baby is going to be your hormones are crazy. Your things, you're just trying to keep this baby alive. Yeah. And every single mom I've ever known, they all admit when we all get together in a, in a party somewhere, we all admit that the first time of ever becoming a mother was, it was just so um, scary. It's hard to describe the feeling of becoming a parent because there's so many feelings attached to it. Right. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like you finally get to meet this person that you've been thinking about your whole life. Like right. who's this person going to be? Like what kind of person do we make together? Right. There's millions of combinations, billions, maybe trillions of combinations that you and I can make together. And yeah. we ended up with these two dorks. You yeah. Know? And, um, it's such a cool, rewarding thing. And then you come to grips with the fact that you are going to screw them up somehow. <laughs> like for the yeah. most part, we made really good people so far. Sure. But I can already see that like, there's a few things that I've done that have kind of <laughs> messed them up, you know, and you can't take it back. It, it's, there's no it's, it's sealed. Like they're, they're so impressionable that what, whatever it was that I did, um, that is done (laughs) and it's in there. And now we get to pass that over to their future psychologist (laughs) to talk to. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's funny because, um, I, you know, I just think that having, having kids, it's not for everyone, right? It's not for everyone. And so the fact is that you and I, we got to a point where we were like, okay, two, that's it. Yeah, We were, we were, two's the magic number for us. Yes. We felt very confident and very comfortable with two. I felt very much, uh, uh, you know, I felt very much like, okay, we've done it. We are, we're kind of, I mean, for lack of a better word, we're kind of selfish. Oh, not that's why I said lack of a better word. <laughs> um, we wanted to be able to be done raising kids. Like at, at a certain some point. age. 
and not be just like super old and still raising kids. No, I get what you're saying. Like, the, you know, yeah, they're, and, they're taking- you know, there's limited resources for us and we wanted to be able to give whatever limited resources we have to a limited number of people. Right. Right. Yes. Uh, I come from a very big family and luckily we were very privileged, uh, you know, yeah, having plenty, but I don't know that we could provide for five children. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could, if people do it, you just, you know, yeah, you, you just work figure it, out. it out. But, um, two was the magic number for us for sure. Right. But we took a while to make sure that that was permanent. Yeah. I mean, it's, you gotta, you don't want to do anything permanent until you, you know, for sure. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely worked out for us. You know, what's crazy to me talking about having babies is that I witnessed, you weren't down there when, when you had the babies. Down there? You weren't down there. <laughs> you didn't see it. No, I didn't. You were way up there at your head. Would I be um, traumatized? If men had to give birth, and I know this is a sweeping generalization, so don't get butt hurt, guys. <laughs> but if you saw what I saw, men would only have one baby. Like that's a one-time deal. Maybe even not even that. I don't know that they can make it that far. <laughs> but the fact that women do that over and it is, it's amazing. Right. It's like, that should kill you. It, it, right. That should kill you. And it doesn't. Yeah. No. And you're walking like three hours later. It's insane. And I then was, you're like, you know what? I could do that again. Well, I was walking pretty much. I remember I, I walked pretty much within 45 minutes after that. Yeah. I, I, I would be... Didn't you feel like everything was just going to like invert and you were just going to turn really inside out? Do you really want to know the information? No, I mean, just, <laughs> you don't have to go into detail. I just, I feel like. There was a, uh, there, like, I, I will like be a little. just be like, are, We're just going to become the TMI people. That's all we're going to do. <laughs> um, there was a, there was a little bit of a feeling of like, uh, uncomfortable, like hole there. Like you're hollow now. <laughs> Yeah, like a weird. There was a giant feeling. thing in yes. there before, and I remember it only lasted um, a day or so, but like it pretty much went away so quickly, and like I was shocked at how quickly my body went back, like it bounced back, and I don't mean I don't I'm not I'm not saying like uh, the way I looked. Let's get away from vanity. That's not it. What I'm saying is we as women are meant to do this and it is it is interesting how quickly our body goes that's my point back. like it's that like i said that should have killed if we're you. gonna tell to tmi do we tell all the different stories no okay well i stay. don't think so okay <laughs> i mean we only have two you only gave birth to two children yeah i don't what i don't know what you don't even know what stories i'm talking about uh, we can save them for later. Oh. We're not, we don't want to give everything away. <laughs> but uh, anyway, my point is that it's it's just amazing that women choose to do that repeatedly. Yeah. That's like if I break my femur <laughs> and it recovers, Yeah, I'm not going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go jump out of that tree again. <laughs> no. No, that's what teaches you not to do that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's truly amazing. It is truly you know, amazing. That... that that maternal instinct. Well, you know, let's move on to our next topic because of that. And let's just say a whopping 
Shout happy, out. Yeah. Sh- shout out of happy Mother's Day to all the different mothers out there and all the mothers who, you know, like my auntie, my auntie Luann, and I'm going to call her out right now on this podcast and I'll make her listen to this. But um, she's one of those people that is a mother to many. Everyone, yeah. right? Even she though had she had herself. her own children herself, she did really. She had a, she had thousands of them, <laughs> and she took care of all of them in different ways and shapes and forms. And so she's like a country mother Teresa. She is like a country <laughs> mother Teresa. <laughs> That's a funny way of saying that. No, but you know, there's plenty of people out there that deserve a happy Mother's Day on this day. And it's just, you know, anybody who's willing to give up their time and their energy to take care of other people and to, to be that nurturing, uh, that nurturing person in somebody's life, you know, can definitely deserve credit for, for all of that and all that entails. So, you know, uh, we were talking the other day about, what it was like before cell phones. So the other day on Sunday, I was kind of sick and tired of... We just lost all of our younger crowd. We, do we have a young crowd? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I don't even know that we have a crowd. I think we have like two people and Maybe that's okay. Maybe that's why we feel so f- free to talk about whatever we want because we know nobody's listening. But it no, is funny. No, we would do that anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, but what we were talking about was, um, last Sunday, I think it was, I woke up and I just, you know, I'm kind of sick of this phone on my hand. Yeah. It's always there. It's always, and you do, there is something very deep within us that it is creating that obsession over a phone constantly being in your hand. I mean, every single time I leave the house, I'm always like, where's my phone? And you know, all this. And so I woke up on Sunday morning last week and I, I, I look at Ben. I'm like, Hey Ben, would it be okay if we did a day without cell phones? I believe I was looking at my phone when you said that. Yes. (laughs) Hint, hint. (laughs) So we did so we, so then I w- came out and I go, hey, girls, would it be a c- cool if we did a no cell phone kind of day? And and we did. And what's funny is my daughter looked at me and our daughters don't have they don't have social media, but they do they do play games on the phone and yeah. and things like that. So it was funny because my my oldest was like, yes, please. Like she was just needing somebody to say that to her. <laughs> she's also an old soul though that like she's very introspective. So she's not your typical 16-year-old girl. Yeah. But also Georgia was up for it too. So yeah. we did as a family, we did the no the no cell phone day and it was awesome. Like I really do feel we watched a movie and I think for the first time in years we all actually watched the movie. Yeah, we actually watched it instead of having it on while we were just looking at our phones. (laughs) Right, exactly. It just was, it's crazy because I feel like we were way more present than ever. What's really hard about it is like, okay, whatever. I won't look at social media and all that stuff. But what's hard is work requires looking at the phone. That's exactly right. Like paying the bills. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's a lot of stuff that we have to do on our phone that's required. Right. Um, so that's, that's the challenge for me is that what it does is I'll be like, oh, I need to get on the phone to send this invoice or pay yeah. this bill. And then like just out of sheer habit, I close that app and I go straight to Instagram. Right. Or whatever. You yeah. Know. Or we want to Google something. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Um, we Google things constantly. Yeah, like if uh, I need a recipe or something. And I'm like, oh, I, I can't use my phone. <laughs> so we'll have to um, settle this argument later when yeah. we can get back on the phones and Google yeah. whatever it is. But it, it was... I do... I love it. Like, I loved every moment of it because we really just kind of were able to just kind of... Actually, it is amazing... You, we we all say it's not happening to us, but it is crazy how our minds are just being constantly infiltrated by this thing on our hand that we can't get rid of. Yeah. And I'm constantly being texted. I mean, I get a ton of texts in a day and emails and, oh man, I get so much of that. And it just makes me constantly be looking at my phone. I mean, I use my, I use my phone to put on the music for all the people I'm training. I use, you know, there's just all of these things and we're constantly looking at our phone. And so it got you and I talking about what it was like before phones. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, gosh, every, every once in a while, we should come up with something about what it was like way back when. When we didn't have phones. I mean, I think you even looked at me at one point and we were, you were like, man, I just really wish we just didn't have phones anymore. I authentically wish I, and this is going to be another sweeping statement. I'm really good at sweeping statements, but I think that social media, as many great things as there is about it, I think that where we are today with our phones is the reason for kind of the downfall and all the challenges mm-hmm. we have right now in our society. Yeah. I just think back to, not that we didn't have challenges back in the day before phones. It's just that, you know, it was just a much simpler time to not have to have, you know, you always have a camera on you. Yeah. Now you always have, which can be a good thing because you're documenting life. We were showing um, an old video to our kids from back in the day when I was in high school uh, somebody took video on like a VHS recorder. We went to the lake for the day, like my church group. And it just shows all of us just hanging out, like doing random things, like on the swings, playing in the grass, rollerblading, rollerblading, <laughs> which I also wish we could bring back. No, um, n- nope. Just hanging out. And I was like, hey, girls, do you see a single cell phone Yeah. in this? They're like, wow, no. No. Like, and they're all just all the kids are we were playing just we were living other. in the moment yeah literally living in the moment however that's the only video that exists of that right day that's the flip side of it if we had cameras and phones we would have thousands we would be able to look at so much more think of clips. think of the first summer that you and I were together yeah, we have we no video still, of that. So Ben and we I have still pictures. we have pictures, but Ben and I still talk about like the first summer that we were together was like the best summer of our summer of our lives. Like I still cuz you didn't have any responsibility, I didn't have re- any responsibility. We were off for the summer. We didn't have any supervision either. We didn't have any supervision. <laughs> it was we could amazing. We do whatever we wanted. 
and we were such good kids. We didn't we barely didn't do whatever do we wanted. Anything, but no, it's but we didn't have any. We st- I we have some pictures from then, but we don't have any video. And I yeah. think I would have loved video of us then. But even still, I just I feel like the. Uh, it's just, I wish our kids could experience what it was like before that. I know. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like, I would just, after school, I would just go to my friend's house and the general rule of thumb was, I know this wasn't for every kid, but I was pretty independent, uh, be home by the time the lights came on on the street. Yeah. So like, usually what I would do is I would get to my friend's house. I would call my mom and be like, I'm at Andy's house. Right. Right. That's all the information she needed. And then I was home by the time the streetlights came on. If I wasn't home by then, I would get grounded or whatever. Um, but she didn't worry about me in between. Well, and I lived out in the country. So I, when you were telling me that story, I asked you the question, so how did you know when the lights were going? To, were, did you ever like... You see the sun <laughs> is setting and it's getting darker. No, that you weren't as sarcastic when I asked it the first time. <laughs> yeah, but now we have an audience. <laughs> no, but what I was saying was, um, if you see the, of course, if you see the sun, but sometimes you're far away. So like, you know, were you ever late? And like, um, by the way, when I was on my rollerblades, I was about two minutes from everything because that's how fast I was. Well, ain't this just a geographical oddity? (laughs) (laughs) Two minutes from everywhere. (laughs) What's that from? (laughs) Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, right, right, yeah. Oh, can we just talk about that movie for a minute? Digress. Okay, wait. Oh, brother, where art thou? Needs more than ten minutes. Oh gosh. Because we're we're pushing. We're at fifty minutes right now. Okay. So we shouldn't. All right. Well, we'll talk about Oh, brother, where art thou? In the next one. So the streetlights. You just. If you, you haven't seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou, go watch it and then we'll talk about it on the next one. Okay, deal. Okay, go. Um, anyway, the it was a general, it was a very simple to live by get home by dark. Yes. Because the streetlights came on when it was dark. And I didn't want to be out before or after dark because that's when all the creeps came out. You were terrified. Yeah, for good reason. Like I got <laughs> I got stopped and jumped a couple times. So <laughs> yeah, it really did happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I still think it's amazing. Um, you know, you we would go, my mom would drop us off at the mall. Not us. This is not in our summer of fun. But this is when I was, <laughs> when, I was a, when I was a teenager. My mom would drop my me and a friend off at the mall. And she would just trust that we would stay at the mall, mall and maybe go see a movie because there was always a movie theater in the mall. You um, must have been rich because I, I couldn't afford to go to the mall and a movie. What? You don't have to be rich to go to the movies in the mall. Uh, That sounds like something a rich person would say. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wasn't. But it is. Did you ever sneak into a movie? No. I never did either. I knew so many people that used to sneak into movies. No. And I just never had that. I was too. um, Yeah, I never. Because I was convinced they would catch us. I never had the guts to do it either. Yeah. No. No, no, no. I couldn't do that. But I also never ditched. Well, that's not true. I ditched once, but like I called my mom and told her to, that I was I was. I leaving. ditched once too, and I got caught by my mom at the mall, and she grounded me for two weeks, <laughs> and it was the rest of my summer, and that sucked. <laughs> so that was my lesson. Well, your lesson was you don't go to the mall right where your mom is working out. I know. Out. It's so stupid. So it's so stupid. It's so typical, Ben. But you know, just 
But that just, that also, you and I talked about how we would, you know, when there was no cell phones, we would go to the lake. We would go, like, I remember just even being in our house. I think people still go to the lake now. (laughs) Of course they do. Oh, okay. But I just remember being in our house and, like, we would watch a movie or we would do something like that. And there was just never even an option to have something else in our hands. Yeah. My biggest thing... um, and I know a lot of people can relate to this, is the blockbuster experience. Yes. Because going and renting a movie. I can it feel wasn't, it. It right wasn't about now. the movie. Nope. It wasn't about watching the movie. No, because you could get the crappiest movie ever. Part of the experience was you get together on a Friday or Saturday night. Usually you go to like Taco Bell or something because yep. it's cheap. And then you're like, let's go to Blockbuster <laughs> and see what movie we can score. Yep. And a lot of times you couldn't get the right movie because all the good ones were already rented. Yeah. So it was a whole thing where you go together to Blockbuster, you walk in, you kind of like, you know, fiddle fart around with each other, messing around. Hopefully you can find the right movie, get a consensus. Yeah. Get a couple of them, some popcorn. And then uh, you take it home to whoever's house you're going to. And then you watch the movie. Yeah. Like now, and you you were more invested in the movie because you did all this work to get it. Right. Now, you can literally stream any movie you want. Like any movie that's ever been made, you can just type it in and be like, rent for free because you have that streaming service. It just, it's taken away that whole, the whole experience of, it's the in-between experience. It's the wait. Of the the hanging out, getting it. Okay, who's going to ride in which car? Right. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Like there's eight of us and there's three cars. So right. shotgun, you know, who's going to ride in what car? Oh man, I got, <laughs> I, you had shotgun last time. It was all of that. Yeah. All of that. It is you crazy. Know, like racing there. Who's going to get there the fastest or first? Yeah. Racing in your cars. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. Or like who's boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes. You know, are you going to be the third wheel in their car? You don't want to do that. <laughs> there's there's yeah. a whole... There is a, there's, there's a whole, a whole status. There's a whole, um, there's a whole socio experience, experience that yeah. happens in that going the to blockbuster, blockbuster experience. experience. Yeah. 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 It should just be, is it called the blockbuster experience or did you just, if it's not, that? I just coined it <laughs> and I will sue anyone. Just <laughs> no, I, I do works. agree that I do agree with that. But that but, was like, that was the thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think kids these days could ever experience something like that. Yeah. Now they're going to have their own experiences and someday they're going to be doing a podcast when they're ancient, like us Mm -hmm. talking about the good old days when they had smartphones Yes. and how kids these days just won't understand what it was like. You know, it's, it's, it's all the same. It is all the same, but it is funny because I do think that we need to challenge ourselves every once in a while to go through a day, a night, um, a week even without, you know, without our cell phones. You know, I have a tendency. At least without scrolling, like wasteful um, time. Sure. Right? But I think that you really should, I, you, you know. check your email and stuff. I'm, of course. Like later in the day, I will, t- like, for example, we did like until five. And so I, yeah. and that was because I have to, on Sunday nights, I have to put together my schedule for the week and I have to get everybody contacted that I'm going to meet with that week. So, yeah, I mean, we we kind of gave it a limit, but I do 
you know, it kind of just led me into one of the other things is that I think part of being a mother for me um, is that I never have shied away from challenges for for us and for our girls. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, I, and this this is the total trainer and coach in me coming out, but I, I, I never shy away from, from like every once in a while when we've all eaten a bunch of junk for the weekend, I often like go, Oh man, Evie, like I really, I, this week, um, I am like, I sugar, sugar detox, man. And she goes, yeah, me too. And it's so funny because I used to be so afraid of doing those kind of things because I didn't want to ruin my girls and I didn't want them to think about, you know, but that's, I didn't want them to think about body issues and all of that stuff. But here's the funny thing. We did not teach them to think that way. It's not about an image. It's about feeling healthy. Yeah. It's not about an image. It's about feeling healthy. And so now I can do those things because she realizes I'm talking more about energy than I am talking about anything else. Yeah. She doesn't even correlate it with anything else but energy. And so she often is like, yeah, me too, you know, and things like that. And so when it comes down to... No, they, I, have, they have a very healthy image. And they're like, I remember Evie the other day was like, mom, you're so... I'm so lucky because I got your legs. I know. <laughs> it's like she has no idea that you have not... You've not liked your legs your whole life. Totally. And here she is. I, I love it because I've been telling you this forever. And you know. I do. You you have a healthy perspective of it, but we all have now. our struggles. But I think it was kind of eye-opening that she sees her mom as this strong, fit woman. And she wants what you have. Yeah. The very thing that you wished you didn't have when you were her age. But the whole reason I even remember, and and we did talk, we did talk about this, I believe on like the first episode, how I once having girls, I figured out that, um, one of my biggest things, the rules that I put around myself was that I would never, ever speak bad about my body. I would only speak good things about my body. And that came from the perspective of hearing women in my life speak poorly about their legs and speak poorly about their body. And so that was, so I already knew that the handoff would hopefully be that if you don't speak that way, then hopefully they get what, because however you speak and whatever example you give, that is what people are going, or that is what your kids are going to take in. Right, right. So my thing was, is that I've never, I think it's actually very important to, to learn challenges in your life, to actually, to learn the self-awareness kind of style of like, okay, I'm going to challenge myself to, um, I'm going to challenge myself to not use my cell phone today. I'm going to challenge myself to have a sugar detox. I'm going to challenge myself to, um, you know, to, to listen more to the birds. I'm going to, you know, whatever it is. I think that it's important to kind of, when we stop. I like when, when you're like, okay, everybody has to say five positive things about their day. <laughs> and we all have to go around the table while we're eating dinner or something. And you force us to say five good things that happened that day. <laughs> okay. So that we don't, fo- and it's great, so that we don't focus on the negative. Because it's so easy to focus on the negative. But apparently I'm forcing you. So. Well, yeah, I mean, somebody has to, right? It's not going to be me. 
<laughs> that's your role. That is my, that is, that's, that you're is, the, you're the me. coach yeah. in the family. It is true. I'm the whatever. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. The cook. Yeah, no, you are the humor. You are the, you are the, uh, I'm the repairman. you're a lot of different things i'm I'm the plumber you're the jack of all trades what do you say master of none (laughs) we've said that the last three episodes you're kidding that's funny well this would be the third okay well anyway but yeah you're you're definitely i mean you're you're a coach so that's that's your yeah that's your thing but I think that's, you know, I think that's really important for us all to remember is to, is to constantly challenge ourselves. Cause if we're not feeling challenged ever, I mean, we can easily slip back into just kind of doing the same old, same old and just allowing life to kind of overwhelm us. Right. And Definitely. I think that what you and I have both talked about is, you know, we feel as though the world is a little bit overwhelmed at this moment in time. And so sometimes I think it's a a matter of just stepping back and uh, removing ourselves from those things that make us feel overwhelmed a little bit. Yeah, we don't have to infiltrate ourselves with it all day. Yeah, totally. But there is a temptation there for some reason. Yeah. Well, happy Mother's Day to everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. This is going to be um, published two days after Mother's Day. No. No, this a is going to be a week a week in two days. So this will be just an added bonus It'll of be a happy a Mother's Day. Of, of your Mother's Day. Well, I thank you for joining us. Hopefully it was fun and entertaining and we gave you what you want. So come back next week. We'll talk to you soon.